Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Eric with Radiant New Life Church, and we are with Revival Now. You know, there's a lot going on in the world today. There's a, there's a lot happening as we can turn on our, our news or social media and we see wars and rumors of wars. We see that, that Russia has invaded uh, Ukraine um, and we see all this stuff. We hear about China now is wanting to possibly enrage, uh, go after Taiwan. And we see all this stuff happening. But, you know, the word of God, even Jesus said, do not be afraid. He said that there'll be wars and rumors of wars. He goes, there'll be pestilence, plagues, things that will happen. You know, so he's even telling us, look, folks, that things have to happen. You're going to see things happen, but do not be afraid because he says your redemption will draw near. We see even in, in uh, Ezekiel, I, I've even seen some posts out there recently where, where they're saying, look, Russia, you've got to turn around because God says that, that I, have, uh, I have my hand against you. Well, you know, the problem is, is that we cannot misquote scripture because Ezekiel 38 itself, verse eight says, well, you want to use this thing. I've, I've read it. It was in verse three. It says, behold, I am against you, O God, Prince of Rosh, Meshech and Tubal. But then that's it. That's all they want to say. But it says on, it says, I will turn you about and I put hooks into your jaws and I will bring you out and all your army, horsemen and horses, all of them splendidly attired, a great company with buckler and shield, which is uh, uh, shields and, and, and protection, all of them wielding swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and put with them, and all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer with all his troops, and da 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 many peoples with you. And then it says on in verse 8, it says, um, and after many days you will be summoned. It says, in the latter years you will come into the land that is restored from the sword, whose inhabitants have been gathered from the nations to the mountains of Israel, which have been continual waste, but its people were brought out of from the nations and they are living securely, all of them. You will go up, you will come like a storm, you will be a cloud covering the land and you and your troops and many peoples like you. Thus says the Lord, it will come about on that day that thoughts will come into your mind and you will devise an evil plan. You says you will go into the land of Israel to try to destroy them. So what, what's going on now is Ezekiel here has prophesied, uh, this is what's going to happen. But I, I find it easier. Ezekiel says in the latter years, which is talking about the latter times, the times that we're living in now. It, it, it talks about, and we see things that have happened. It says, coming to the land that is restored from the sword. Israel was under the control of the sword. Uh, and it has been restored to the Israeli people. It's the land of the sword. We know that 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 Muslim, even in uh, when when God promised, Mo, not Moses, but uh, Abraham about Ishmael, it says that Ishmael, Ishmael will live by the sword. That's why you see on the Islamic flags and stuff, they use swords a lot because they're a nation that lives by the sword. So this is, Israel has been taken back. Israel has been freed and the land has been freed from those running it with the sword. It has been given back to Israel. So we've seen this happen. And then it, we know that Israel was a continual wasteland. It was a, a place that was uh, uh, junk. It was, you know, the thing. But guess what? God happens. People come back. They rebuild the land. They even got uh, uh, fruit and prosperity going on in the desert. God has helped them bring life into the desert, which is all prophecy. 
But it says it also, but its people were brought out from the nations and they are living securely in them. So even Ezekiel looked at the, I think they call it the Allah, or not Allah, but whatever it is, when the Israel people leave their nation and they come back to Israel. The Jewish people do this migratory trip back into the nation of Israel. We've been seeing that happen over the years. It's been happening and, and happening and happening. And you know, all the Ethiopian Jews have returned home. We see Jews leaving Europe and they're returning home. Jews from England are returning home. We've seen all these Jews, Jews from Russia are returning home. All this is happening. It's been biblically prophesied even back in the days of Ezekiel, which we know as well before Christ was even born. But then he even prophesied the Gog and Magog war. He says that you will come against this land because the people of Israel are living, you know, securely within the nation of Israel again, even though they do have Palestine and everything else that's going on, but they're living securely within their lands and they're actually taking land back that was theirs. It's been theirs from the beginning of time and it's causing an uproar within the Muslim uh, community. But we're seeing all these things happen. And just because Russia is invading Ukraine, you know, doesn't mean we need to get fearful. It, it's a point where, you know, I, I don't know, it, we got to look at it, even because Gog needs certain things to happen. There's certain things that have to play out in order for the Gog-Magog whole thing to situation with Persia, which we know is Iran. And we know even today that Iran cannot stand Israel. But things have to happen. Things have to take place. Am I saying what is going on in Ukraine right now? Uh, God's will and his plan? I do not know. But things are fitting together. When we see things that are happening throughout that region, things are being placed together. We're seeing positioning and, and puzzle pieces coming together. We're seeing things happen. So what can we do? We can pray that God will protect the innocent in the land of Ukraine, Belarus, and in Russia. Because you know what? War happens both ways. So we need to pray for the innocent, the protection of the innocent, protection of God's church in these nations. But we have to say, too, is God, if this is your will, your plan to, in, to, to get things aligned, to prepare for your second coming, to come and get the church, then, Lord, have your way. If it is your will, have your way. If it is not your will, then we command Russia to turn around and we command peace in the region. But, God, if it is your will, have your way. That's what we need to do. And we also need to do, church, when we see things like this, we cannot just sit back and, and say, well, you know what? The end of days are here upon us. We are getting ready to be raptured out of here. Our time is short, blah, blah, blah. You know what? And, and just sit back with a free ticket to heaven. I don't think so. Now is the time that the church needs to get active, even in greater measures. We can no longer sit back. We can no longer just look at daily life, go by in front of us and do nothing. We as the church, Church. We have to speak the gospel. We have to go out and lay hands on the sick. We have to even give a word of encouragement, a prophetic word to people. We have to be operating in signs, wonders, and miracles. We are a supernatural people. God has given us the power and the authority to use against the enemy. Why don't we get out and do what we're supposed to do? The Acts Church was active. They were not complacent. Even with Saul of Tarsus running after them to put them in jail to kill them, they did not care, but they were continuing to give out the gospel. They were standing strong for what was burning inside of them, and that was the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
We all have the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we need to allow the gospel to begin to set a fire inside of us once again. We need the gospel to burn inside of us once again to where we can no longer see society the same, but we need to see people through the eyes and the hearts of Jesus Christ and our Father God in heaven. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to work with us and through us. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to point people out to us that need an encouragement word, that need a prayer, that need deliverance from addiction, that need something from the Heavenly Father. Because the world is only going to sell fear, anxiety, depression, doom, and gloom. There's no way, blah, 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 you know, times are going to get tough, times this, that, and the other thing. That's what the world's going to sell because the world wants to instill fear in people. When fear is in people, they can control them. But Jesus Christ, when we get kingdom-minded and start sharing the good news, there's peace, there's joy, there's fulfillment, there's passion, there's healing, there's deliverance, there's provision. You know, it's all the things of heaven. The enemy right now is against everything that God stands for, so he's out to destroy any work of God from even happening. Right now, we can no longer get silent. We have to be active. We have to go after the gospel in greater measures. We have to be the church once again. That acts to vibrant, active church. We need to be the church again. We have no time, folks. We can't just sit back and use the gospel as a free gift. We have to get active once again. No longer. We have no time. Time is running out. There are a lot of people that are on their way to hell because the church wants to remain quiet. The church doesn't want to be persecuted or made comments about it or, or you know, or uh, I don't want people to look at me the wrong way. Who? When? Do we have to worry about what the world thinks about us? We need to start worrying about what God thinks about us and let the world come into its own decisions. But we need to be the example and bring the world into the kingdom of heaven rather than allowing them to die and go to the kingdom of darkness where there's eternal hell and damnation. There's eternal suffering. Why? Because the light of God is not with them. We cannot allow this to happen, but we have to get vibrant. We have to allow the kingdom to work through us. I pray... I pray that a whole new boldness will come down upon the body of Christ. I pray that revival fire will enter people. I pray that there'll be rivers of fresh living water pouring out of people once again. I pray that we get mobilized instead of staying in this complacent, tolerant world we live in. No more, no more can we allow ourselves to sit back and, and do nothing. Church, it's time we get active. It's time we have the answers that the world is looking for. We have the answer that people, we have the, 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 the thing that people are searching for. People get addicted because they're looking for Jesus Christ, but the devil perverts that addiction into drugs, pornography, other things, sleeping around. Why? Because there's something yearning inside of them. They're looking for love. They're looking for that pure love. They're looking because we were all created to be addicted to Jesus Christ. The devil has taken it and twisted what God meant for good. We have to show people the way once again. We have to be that example. We have the chains and the tools to break chains of bondage against people. To break whatever that is holding them back. It's time, church. I'm telling you now, it is time. I pray 
for a new, fresh wind to fall upon each and every one of you. I pray that that there'll be a fresh revival fire filling your lungs and filling your souls. I pray that you will find an urgency quickened with inside of you and a boldness that rises up. The voice of the lion, the lion of Judah, let it roar from inside of you. Let it, let it be an example. I pray that God will take you higher and higher and higher into glory, 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 so much that that you squeak and you leak his glory, that people will be touched just because they stand next to you in the line, the checkout line at a grocery store, that their lives are going to be healed, that things are going to happen supernaturally. Why? Because you wanted more of Jesus Christ and want more of God. When we want more of him, he is there to show himself to us in greater measure. We can no longer keep God inside of a box, but we have to take him out of the box and let him have his way. I'm even saying, church, no more of the drive through sermons. We need active churches again. We need vibrant churches again. We need churches that aren't afraid to operate in signs, wonders, and miracles because of what people may think. We cannot allow... To us to quench the Holy Spirit from running and doing what he wants to do in our church services anymore. Listen to what I'm telling you. It is a time that we, the church, get to be operating in supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles again. And that is not just what happens in the four walls, but that is what happens when we leave the church and we go into the marketplace, we go into wherever our world is, and we begin to have an effect on society. That is our calling as the church, is not just the four walls of a building. But no, we are the church, and we're supposed to take everything to the community. We're supposed to take it to the marketplace. That's where we're supposed to be doing things. I say, look, if your, if your church doesn't have a plan, we need to start designing and organizing outreach plans, not missionary outreach, but outreach plans for our community. We need to get out and reach our community because we have answers that they don't even know about. We have answers that they've got and they have questions. It's time to reach people, church. It's time to get active once again. Father God, I pray right now, quicken us. Quicken our spirits. Let your revival fire fall down inside of us. Burn in us from the bottom of our feet to the top of our heads, Father. Let a new boldness rise up. Let the lion of the roar of the lion of Judah roar out of our lungs. Because every breath we take, Father, in and out, we're saying Yahweh. We're saying your name. So, Father God, we cry out to you now. Help us. Give us the tools that are needed. Give us the fire. Give us the glory. Give us the boldness that we need to get out and to do. Lord, and right now we even pray, Lord, that you will bring divine connections across our path. Open our eyes to see people through your eyes and feel them through your heart. Show us, Holy Spirit, those that the, Holy, that the Father God wants to touch. Work through us, Holy Spirit, in greater measure. Use us, we cry in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank each and every one of you for joining me today. Looking forward to more podcasts out there. If you would like to reach us for anything, you can reach us at info at radiantnewlife.church. Again, that's info at radiantnewlife.church. You can look us up on Facebook at at rnl church pc that's rnl church pc all together or look up radiant new life church you'll find us if you're in the lynn haven area 
we'd love to have you come worship with us. Or if you want to come down to Florida some point in time, hey, our doors are open. We'd love for you to come and worship with us. We are a church and believe that going after the glory of God is a great time. We need to operate in supernatural signs and wonders again. We believe that revival is now. We are the church, so we need to be revived. We are the answers to a lost and dying world. Not just us, but we as the church, the body of Christ. So we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, concerns, you want to reach out in any ways, by all means, send us an email. If you want to know more about Jesus Christ, send us an email. I'll be more than happy to contact you and speak to you about Jesus Christ. Until next time, have a wonderful day. God bless you, and I pray that divine encounters are going to cross your path. Until next time.